The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. As many of us know firsthand, uh, the challenge of, of being away from loved ones during COVID-19, it was simply a reality at the height of the lockdown. Uh, we closed ranks, really. You know, every week we all kind of just, you know, stayed home, did our thing, those bubbles. We didn't see grandkids. We didn't see nieces, nephews, or other important people in our lives. And now that things are loosening up, it's been great to see some of those folks again, right? But imagine if your loved one, Maybe your newborn baby, maybe your husband, maybe your fiance, maybe your long-term partner lived in the U.S. and you weren't able to see them because of that border closure that went into effect on March 18th. Well, there are all sorts of stories like that right across this country. And Edmonton Riverbend MP Matt Genero is trying to help them out. He says they don't want to see the border open again, but says a reunification plan has to be put in place to help these families. And that was part of his statement in the House of Commons two weeks ago. Well, we continue to support keeping our borders closed to travelers, Canadians have been separated from family members for months with no end in sight. Is the government working on a compassionate plan to expand the current definition of family that prioritizes the health and safety of Canadians and ensures our borders remain closed to travelers? Matt Genero joins us this afternoon. Hi, Matt. Nice to talk with you. Hey, Jillian. Great to join you. Yeah, so tell us, when did this come, you know, when did this get on your radar? What was it that, you know, got under your collar about this one that you decided to take a stand on it? Well, I think just, you know, most uh, uh, Canadians, just from the compassionate perspective, it just, you know, it, it makes sense. It's, you know, I kept thinking about this. We see a lot of uh, a lot of emails, a lot of uh, phone calls into our office saying how how can how can I see my loved one? And you know, there's we get inundated with lots of stuff right now, um, uh, particularly on immigration files. But this really stood out, and you know, I just kept coming back to this is just the right thing to do to make sure that that people are, are able to see their loved ones. So since that statement that I just played in the House of Commons there a couple of weeks ago, you've heard more and more stories about people who are living this. Can you can you give us an idea of maybe one of them that really that really hit home? Yeah, well, there, there's so many. We we put out a, a bit of a call for stories, uh, I'd say maybe a week ago, and then we're just uh, inundated with stories again. Yesterday, we put up uh, some of those stories on our Facebook and Instagram page, and just more and more uh, came through. You know, we we I, I think we've received a close to about a thousand now. But you know, mm. some some couples live in in towns along uh, the Canada-U.S. border, and they're only really separated by just a small distance of, of less than a half-hour drive, and they can't see their loved ones. You know, there was one one man I, I recall he grew up in Edmonton though he was he was born in the U.S. and lives there now but he can't get home to arrange for long-term care for for his mom who, who lives here you know we've, we've heard some cases where couples are expecting a baby and they're currently kept mm-hmm. apart you know there, there was a, a, you know another one a few couples told me that they're planning to get married this summer and relocate to a partner's country but you know had to put all those plans on hold so so really a number of these couples have haven't been able to each other been separate separated since about early March which I guess is about 160 days now 
So there, there is a petition that is uh, urging the government to to um, expand the, the current definition of, of family. And from what I understand, that because of the travel restrictions right now, um, family reunification um, is not considered essential, um, that committed non-married partners like fiancés and long-term relationships mm-hmm. are not captured in any definition of immediate family right now. Is that where one of the big things is on this? Yeah, so you're right. Uh, first, on the, the petition, uh, there was a petition, and now, now unfortunately, Parliament's prorogued, so the, the petition's mm. no longer. Um, but the, it really goes back to the, the, the definition of, of family. So it's classified in the Immigration Act uh, uh, right now that uh, you, you can only travel to Canada if you're a citizen or permanent resident of Canada or immediate family member of a citizen or permanent resident of Canada or if you're traveling for an essential purpose. So you can apply through the Public Health Agency for an exemption, but there's currently a uh, up to a 72-day wait period right now yeah. to, to even for that to be uh, assessed. So, yeah, you know, as, as you say, Jaylen, the, the uh, adult children and, and common law long-term partners of Canadian citizens aren't recognized as being immediate uh, members of family. So, you know, other European countries, they've, they've made an exemption during COVID right now. So we're just simply asking the, the government, we don't want to open up the Immigration Act uh, uh, per se. Uh, we just basically want uh, an exemption during this time for these uh, loved ones. Yeah, we've been reading, and you know, some of these other countries have what they call, I think, their sweetheart uh, agreements, right? That mm. that address this. So, so where does it stand right now, then, Matt? Uh, with uh, right, well, right now we keep uh, being told that um, the, the government isn't uh, considering uh, opening up uh, any uh, changes to this. Mm. Uh, although we've we've heard in the last week uh, since we started putting out the call that the immigration minister is. Um, is uh, looking into it uh, again, along with the public safety minister. So we're hoping that they they do the right thing and, and make a make a compassionate uh, uh, plea, just to you know, on, on, a, on a basis that allows these uh, these individuals to be able to, to see each other. You know, it's there's lots of other countries that have been able to do it. So we're we're hoping that uh, that Canada will uh, will follow suit. So how do we do this, though, Matt, and ensure that um, if, if, you know, a Canadian is traveling, traveling to the U.S. Um, and coming back, you know, how, how, do, we, how do we ensure um, the, the health of, mm-hmm. of Canadians? Because um, I think that's, you know, front and center. Because here's the thing. I have a friend who I'm talking to just after you who lives in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Her, her partner, her long-term partner is in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. She's mm-hmm. able to fly there, um, and she's only seen him once since all of this has happened. You know, she had to she had to quarantine when she came back, but not, yeah. not everyone can do that, of course. I mean, this is still happening, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure that these folks would be willing to take whatever tests needed to, to ensure that they're that they're healthy. Yeah, and you know, and thanks for bringing it up, Jalen, because that that really is the, the key. You know, again, we're not advocating for opening the borders and and just having everybody come across either way. This is this is really for these individuals that can can show that uh, they are either common law or, or adult children, long term partners uh, mm-hmm. within Canada that are and they they. Many of them say willing to sign an attestation, uh, take any health restrictions, uh, be tested when they land, be tested before they leave, whatever it takes to, to see their loved ones. So many are are desperate uh, right now just to be able to, to do just that. So there's mm-hmm. there's certainly the, the health restrictions aren't uh, the limitation on their end. But, you know, for, for everybody else in Canada, we want to make sure that uh, we're, we're keeping uh, Canada as, as safe uh, and taking all precautions as necessary. But uh, again, on, from a compassionate perspective, these are certainly 
certainly individuals that uh, that I feel for that uh, definitely want to see their loved ones. So, Matt, just to clarify, though, so if um, the the current definition of family is expanded to, you know, common law and adult, uh, you know, children, that sort of thing, what we've been talking about, if that was included, then they would still have to f- quarantine, do all of that sort of thing? Yeah, so they'd, they'd still have to do the um, the quarantine, and if uh, if we were to expand it to the uh, the, the definition of, of family, but what they what they could then do is at least be able to uh, to have a, a plan of of course of, of action to come across the border because right now they're they're just being told no or it's under review and for for so many of these families you know a 72 day wait period on on top of uh, 160 days yeah. already missing has yeah. been you know it it just it adds up uh, significantly so and you, this you know, would be cr- sorry go ahead. I was going to say this would include this would yeah. other countries that have done this and you know we're just asking canada to follow suit and, and so what i was going to say and this would be at land crossings um not just you know traveling by air yeah for sure absolutely like yeah. like i okay. say some of them are are literally only half an hour apart uh, you, you think yeah. of, <laughs> of uh seattle and, and vancouver I've heard from mm-hmm. i talked to a uh, a lady yesterday and and her uh, her partner she said that she's just uh, just across the border she wishes they just both go to the furthest north and south peak <laughs> and wave at each other but uh, it's uh it's just you know it's it's hard right now yeah well we'll be watching this matt please keep us updated will you yeah of course thanks to then